0: Welcome to the Relax, It's Retirement podcast with Josh Leonard from Leonard Advisory Group. In this podcast, we help those nearing retirement greet it with a well-prepared smile. Join Josh and his guests to learn the retirement and tax planning tips you need so you too can live your golden years with the happiness and excitement you deserve. Hear stories from his years of experience to help you transition into a fun and intentional retirement. Now, onto the show.
1: Hello and welcome to the Relax It's Retirement podcast with your host, Josh Leonard, where we talk about transitioning into retirement with intent. I'm Wendy McConnell, except today we're going to talk about transitioning out of retirement <laughs> with or without intent.
2: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're just going to talk about yo-yoing today. So <laughs> today we're going to talk about the new unretirement. So, you know, many times, Wendy, we're talking about getting to retirement. I would say that this is a similar thread though, because like we've had discussions with guests like Jerome Myers. It's really about that next chapter in life. And many times people enter that next chapter and then think, eh, maybe this isn't for me, right? Maybe the not idea exactly of what I thought. Playing golf every single day is <laughs> not actually that great after two months of it, right? <laughs>
1: well, yeah, that could be a problem. Um, but yeah, so what is it that happens when you plan, 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 retire, 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 and then all of a sudden, yes, yeah, it's not working for me, Josh? What, what are we going to do here?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that's it. It's a it's a common problem, and like Jerome said, it's it's really finding a mission in the next chapter of life. So the new unretirement is kind of what we're we're discussing as people reentering the workforce, but it can be for a couple different reasons. I'd say the first would be for finding that mission, right? So many of us derive purpose and mission out of our work, right? I'm very passionate about financial planning. I think if that escaped my life, you know, that's 40 to 60 hours a week that I think about this. Well, I've just lost that purpose, so I would need to fill that with something else. Yes. I think for a lot of folks, we have um, a lot of engineers as clients. This is a identity that they have in thinking in a certain way, following a certain process. Losing that in retirement, I think I've mentioned before, if you're reorganizing the kitchen after not being in the kitchen for the last 40 years, it might cause a divorce, right? So we need to find another avenue for that.
1: Yes, that um, could be a, a real... um buster when it comes to your relationships, right?
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. So for the purpose of that mission, let's let's stick with that example of an engineer. We've had clients that start doing some consulting work. So maybe there's a project or something that they think is more interesting to consult on. Well, great. It's not a financial constraint. So they'll do work on their time, maybe a certain number of hours a week rather than full time um which ends up bringing in more money into the house now we do caution around this because depending on when you retire there's some other factors to be careful of the first one I'd say is we have to watch our Medicare surcharges we're earning too much money our earned income goes up too high because maybe you have a pension Social Security maybe you have an annuity or something else already paying in because that was part of your retirement plan if we're throwing on a lot of extra income, that could cause the cost of your Medicare to go up higher. It could push you up into a higher tax bracket. I think another thing to be careful with is if you claim Social Security early, so prior to full retirement age, you'd start paying back some of that benefit as well.
1: Okay. Stop right there. Let's what do it. What does that mean? So you start paying back that yeah. benefit? Explain
2: yes. How that so, works. Yeah. Good question. So With Social Security, if you retire early, if you start claiming your benefits prior to full retirement age, now for most folks that aren't retired yet, if you retire prior to age 67, you have income limitations. For Social Security, if you're earning too much money, you start paying that money back. So in the years prior to full retirement age, one dollar in benefits will be withheld for every two dollars of earnings in excess of twenty one thousand two hundred and forty dollars. So if you're an engineer consulting, I think it might be quite easy to earn over twenty one thousand some dollars.
1: But you're allowed to earn that much.
2: You're allowed to earn as much as you want. You start paying back your benefits after that.
1: Yeah, so that's what I meant.
2: Yeah, after $21,240 for this year, you start paying back your benefit. In that case, it doesn't make sense to be claiming Social Security. So we want to be careful there.
1: What if, let me put it this way. If you've taken it up at the actual retirement date and then you have to go, you have to pay that back as well?
2: No, it would just be ongoing. So your payments from there.
1: I don't know what you mean. You don't have to pay anything back at all if you wait until 67.
2: Yeah. Once you reach your full retirement age, the month in, we- in which you reach full retirement age, that no longer applies.
1: OK, I got So you. great
2: question, Wendy. Okay. After full retirement age, even if you started your benefit early, you are not required to pay back any benefits. You can earn as much money as you want without any social security penalties.
1: All right. That's just so tricky to me, that social security stuff. So thank you for taking the extra time.
2: Uh, not a problem, Wendy. We can certainly do several episodes just on the nuances of social security, the uh, taxability, the benefits, all no that.
1: Kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll lull you to sleep sometime with that wonderful information, Wendy. Don't you worry. Because for a lot of folks, social security is misunderstood too, right? We think that it's something the day we retire, we need to take. So let's go back to that engineer. The idea that maybe you retire at age 62 and a year into retirement, you think, I need to do something else. Maybe I'm going to do some consulting work. In that case, if you didn't claim social security yet, Because you're deferring it, which you can do up till age 70. Great. Not a problem. If you had claimed your Social Security benefit, as many people think they do, because they're retired, right? I'm retired. I'm taking Social Security. If you're taking that benefit, then we have to worry about those income gaps.
1: I understand. So then you try to put off Social Security and draw from other buckets,
2: That's correct. Yep. So we may want to look at starting to withdraw from our IRAs or our 401ks, some of our retirement accounts, or maybe our savings. In this example, I would say, hey, if we had lined out a plan for this engineer and he is taking whatever income out of his 401ks and IRAs so we can defer Social Security, well, if you start earning income, great. Stop taking that money out. It's not really a problem. That's quite easy and flexible to deal
1: with. Okay. So what else do we have to consider?
2: Sure. I would say, you know, those are the two big ones with earning caps. I would say another reason that a lot of folks go back to work is they're worried, right? So last year when the market went down, oh, no, my retirement portfolio is down substantially. I need to earn a little bit more money. So in that idea, many folks we see will go back to work and do sort of a a fun job, right? So maybe they do like golfing. So maybe they'll cut grass at the golf course and then they get free tee times too, right? So then or discounted. I I don't know, it depends on the on the course, I guess, but if you're passionate about something, maybe you can tie that in. So we had talked kind of pre-show Wendy about your pickleball habit. Maybe in retirement, you know, you can get some extra pickleball time in by coaching. Yes. Or doing lessons, then you're doing what you want to do in some way, shape, or form, but also earning a little bit of income there.
1: Yeah. All right, I'll 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 get with you and we'll figure out how I do that in the most proper way.
2: <laughs> so if you drop off as co-host really soon, we'll know that it's you went pro with pickleball. Is that what you're telling me?
1: Well, I don't think I'll ever go pro, but I could teach those who can't teach, right? <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, that could be the case. That could be the case. So, yeah, many folks we see going back into the workforce just to earn a little bit more income, too. When we think through the statistics, it's pretty amazing. I would say about 57% of people, they say, choose to go back to work due to personal reasons. 53%, so about half of the people entering back into the workforce is that they need more money. 52% also cite boredom. So they just don't know what to do. It's that mission, like we talked about, feeling lonely. So that loss of social connection. When you're working all the time, you're talking to people, right? And Although maybe you don't like seeing Bob at the water cooler every day, you might start to miss him if you're stuck at home with the cat every day.
1: I will not miss Bob. The rest (laughs) of them, yes, but not Bob.
2: Definitely not, Bob. Uh, A a commonly incited one now is inflation, right? So now a lot of people are are sort of second guessing. We went through a long extended time period without uh, the impact of inflation really being felt, right? It was very minimal inflation. For an extended period of time. Now people are like, oh my gosh, the cost of a new car, the cost of eggs I, was <laughs> yeah. a recent one, you know, whatever it might be, things have jumped up so substantially that people are starting to be a little bit more worried about their money.
1: And I get that.
2: I, I I think, you know, another important thing to think about is the emotional side of working. So, you know, there's the mission that we have some purpose, there's the social connection, but also just the emotions. I think sometimes when we're left by ourselves, it's lonely right and and we we experience maybe some sad feelings or we start watching the news too much is a common problem we have too yes. where people get really depressed. So being around other people, being involved in the world sometimes helps us maintain a more positive mindset and a more positive emotional mindset. Now Wendy, is there anything that you've ever undone? So have you ever gone through a transition and then sort of reverted back?
1: One time I was going to go on a trapeze and I climbed back down after I looked down, but getting on top. But I don't think that's I,
2: what you mean. that might be a wise decision. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> take that one.
1: Oh, I, you know, I'm sure there's something, but I can't think of it off the top of my head.
2: Okay. Yeah, I would say for me, there was a big one in when I finished high school. And I thought, oh, you know what? I'm working. I was working a couple jobs, made some good money, got a traveling job, and thought, I don't need to go to college, right? I'm done with school. Well, uh, uh, about six months into that, I unstopped going to school and decided I need to go back. So, The next year, I I ended up taking a year of a break, but I went back and am quite glad that I did in hindsight. But I think sometimes as we're progressing through life, we go up and down where we're thinking about this is the path forward. Once we have that adjustment, we realize it's not actually the green grass that we expected on the other side.
1: Yes. So one of the things that we have to kind of plan for is where we're going to put our focus uh, that kind of thing. And keep in mind that a lot of people just want to move when they retire. Oh, I'm going to move to someplace warm and they might not realize how much they miss their family or how much they actually hate the southern states.
2: <laughs> or th- and I think another thing in in terms of planning that we see is people move. And then they realize the tax impacts of living in another state. So Mm -hmm. we've had a few. My parents, in fact, recently sold their home in Pennsylvania um, and moved to Ohio. In the state of Pennsylvania, you don't pay state income tax on retirement income. But in the state of Ohio, you do. Oh, that is another cost, another cost in taxes and things like that. Which, you know, for some folks, if you're unaware of this and then all of a sudden you file your taxes and think, oh, there's an extra 4% or whatever it might be tacked onto my income, maybe that's a reason to look at going back to work part time as well.
1: Yeah, true. All right.
2: So yeah, Wendy, unintended tax impacts can be one negative downfall of relocating. I think another one can just be maybe the sentiment of the new area or the social circles or maybe certain clubs that you had that that now you grow to miss. We have clients that seasonally will spend time in Florida or in other places. And at first, they have a hard time finding maybe the same clubs or things like that. So work can be another way to get involved in the community. Yeah. Going back to work part time enters you into a new community of people as well.
1: Yeah, so that's one thing to um, always think about when you're getting into a new situation is, you know, the fact that you may not always like this decision. Like, I've always thought, I'm going to go to Florida. I'm going to move to Florida. That's going to be where I end up. You know, and I've changed because I decided now I'm going to be a snowbird. That's right. That's my dream. I'm just going to go down there for the coldest month. And then I'm going to stay here at my happy little home
2: hmm. So what do you hope to do in Florida? What's the attraction? Just the weather or
1: the weather is the uh, predominant thing. I-, I like warm weather and I-, I despise cold weather and I can play pickleball 24 seven.
2: There you go. Don't have to switch to <laughs> racquetball in the winter. <laughs>
1: That's right.
2: <laughs> Very good. And as a pickleball coach in retirement, too, you have that flexibility. You know, I think if you are Seasonally, so if you're a snowboard working in different areas, too, make sure you're aware of of you know any labor restrictions there as well. Or as if you're intending to claim one state as your primary residence, make sure that you're you're aware of any rules or regulations there as it relates to work as well.
1: So don't be a cheater.
2: Don't be a cheater. Be <laughs> honest. That's always it's, it's just a generally good rule in life.
1: Now, do you think that you would be someone who would change your mind about retirement? Because, you know, since you deal with this all the time, I think that sure. you, you would certainly try to find a new focus uh, before you delved into something like that, you know, maybe even a partial retirement.
2: Yeah, I, I think as a financial planner and thinking about this a lot, I see that things evolve over time. Now, right now, I would say my goal is more around work optional where I have enough in savings and I have enough that I know that my wife and I will be okay. That's sort of our goal more than, hey, I'm going to hang up the cleats and get the golden watch, right? Uh I don't know that I'll ever fully retire. I think that I like being involved in businesses, so I might take a different avenue later in life. But I would say a full retirement is not something that I foresee at this time. However, my dad always told me this. I'm never going to retire. Why would I retire? I don't know. I like what I do. I have flexibility. Why would I do it? Well, during COVID, he had a bit of a health scare, which changed his mindset around that of, hey, you know what? Maybe, although I love my work and I love what I'm doing and it's not really stressful to me, maybe there's something else I want to do to fill my remaining time left. So sometimes we have events in life that that sort of change our perspective there as well. So when you unretire, the good news is you can also re-retire as well.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine? Nobody would un-retire if you couldn't re-retire. You know, uh, have you
2: are are you aware of Matthew McConaughey's book Green Lights? Have you uh, have I've you read, read this? It. Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you recall the volatile relationship that was his parents' marriage?
1: You know, I read a lot, John. Okay. So I, I, refresh my memory.
2: And for those of you listening that have no clue what I'm talking about, his parents were married three times and divorced twice.
1: Okay, yes, yes, yes.
2: (laughs) So we can un- and redo things, right? If we learn anything... From very cool Lincoln commercials that really raised eyebrows a few years ago, and sort of brought Matthew McConaughey back into our focus. Um, I, I was listening to the audio book recently while exercising, and I thought, "Oh my gosh, what what a, a like a genuine love and genuine relationship that you know, although volatile, yeah, to be able to go back and forth like yeah. that is quite amazing.
1: They just uh, couldn't break apart from each other."
2: Yep. So I think that's it. Like in all things with planning, we want to have a projected path and plan accordingly, but let's build some contingencies in there, right? So if we're thinking about social security in particular, we need to say, hey, what's our contingency plan? If we decide, hey, you know what, maybe I'm going to go back to work. Maybe we defer taking social security until full retirement age. We look at spending down some of our other savings. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe if we've reached full retirement age and we're still a little bit bored, maybe we look at doing something different. Maybe we look to maximize income for the next group of years while we still have the energy to do so and then wind that back down in later years of retirement. So we have that flexibility. I would say we always want to plan for the worst case scenario when planning for retirement, right? If we have additional income overall, even if we're paying back social security benefits, it's still net more income coming into the household. So that's a good thing.
1: It's not we a terrible can, problem to have. You're not
2: going to run out of money because you're earning too much money, right? That's not the <laughs> that's not the failure rate. That's the, true. the failure that most people are concerned about in retirement. is just that it's running out of income. So we need to adjust some things if we're going back to work, maybe reset some of our expectations, update our plan. But ultimately, it's not that damaging. I would say if you're nearing retirement, this is a good thing to think about a little bit more and build in some of those contingencies into your plan, as most Americans are at least considering it at this point once they do retire. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So if we have some more questions about unretiring and retiring, how does yeah. everybody get a hold of you, Josh?
2: Yep. Uh, they can reach out to us uh, at 412 998 plan. They can email me at jleonard at leonardadvisorygroup.com or check out our website at www.leonardadvisorygroup.com. We'll also link in the show notes a link to my calendar for a 15-minute phone call. Um, And we do have a report, the unretirement, that goes through some of the points that we covered today. So you can download that as well.
1: All right. Sounds good. So thank you for joining us on the Relax, It's Retirement podcast. Please like, follow and share with your friends.
0: Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to the Relax, It's Retirement Podcast, the show that helps you transition into a happy, fun, and intentional retirement. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.leonardadvisorygroup.com or give us a call at 412-998-PLAN. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest, and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Leonard Advisory Group, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service professionals with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.